it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With your hosts, Mick Moran and Jay Pearson. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Cop Out Podcast. <laughs> We're all in the Champions League. Well, fuck's sake. it's the aftermath of uh, Liverpool going down to Atletico Madrid. Three goals to two on the night, 4-2 on aggregate. Absolutely devastated, but worst things have happened, mate. But again... Let's look at it this way. There's positives to come out of the game. Oh, where do we start? Well, for a start, we played well. We played well. How, how was you thinking before the game? Was you obviously the, the magic of Anfield and all that? Was you? I was ex- buzzing. Ex- I think everyone just expects. I was buzzing. Even if it's like impossible, everyone expects that Anfield. But uh, definitely, especially after what happened last year with yeah. Barca and stuff like that, and we have been amazing in Europe over the last couple of years. Yeah. I was buzzing, mate. I was thinking this is just the perfect timing. Mean, I said to you the day before, didn't I? We'll go. We're one nil down going into a second leg, and we're like, yeah, buzzing under the lights at Anfield. It's what is why you buy your ticket at the end of the day. Exactly. I was just dead excited. I thought, yeah, we'll easily we'll easily turn it over, and we nearly did. I mean, we start. You, I mean, I shit myself after sixteen seconds when Costa had a shot on, on goal. I'm thinking, yeah, right, wake up, Reds. Yeah. But no, I mean, it was one of the best performances I'd, I'd seen. Off us in a long time. Mm-hmm. What about you? Yeah, agree. Uh, like you said, the first sixteen seconds, I shit me pants because I thought if he, ba- he fucking pops this in the bottom corner, yeah, yeah, it's fucking curtains. But no, they set up exactly how we expected them to, and the game pretty much the, went the way we expected to all up until pretty much near the end. Um, I think. When Alden got his goal on, it was just before half time, wasn't it? Fourth, was it? 40, yeah, yeah, it's 40, like forty odd minutes. Forty odd minutes, yeah. He puts the ball in the back of the net it was again. Just, yeah, fucking carbon copy against Barcelona from last year. But no, it was just it went the way we all expected. It was just obviously the fucking ending didn't. 
No, it's true. But if we look look at the game as a whole, like I said before, it was like it was the best we played in a long time, and it felt like the Liverpool of old. We were miles the better team, and I'll have nobody saying to us it was a fucking Simeone masterclass because it wasn't. They played well, don't get me wrong, and they played their game the way they play their game, but it wasn't a masterclass. Not a class sense. manager is Pep Guardiola, like they said on BT. A class manager is Jurgen Klopp. Simeone is a good manager, but it wasn't a fucking masterclass because Liverpool absolutely battered them. You know, I've got some stats here for you. 72% possession, 34 shots and 11 of them on target. Like I said, we absolutely battered him and they played their usual game. The Ox was brilliant and I know you've got a lot to say about that because it, I didn't expect him to start. I thought Milner no. was going to get the go-ahead with Endo and uh, and Genie. But yeah, some of Pox's performance there. Oh, he was unbelievable. He was just picking the ball up and like you said, when they were sitting so deep, you need someone in that midfield who's going to just go right like a, a Stevie type just put Stevie Gerrard pick the ball up and just yeah. fucking run at them and go right well if, if someone's not going to do it I'll do it basically that's what he was doing and he was every time he's picking up he was, the sp- his speed down the wing the amount of time he ran down the right and just literally left two of the left side of the players for dead was unbelievable mm-hmm. whipping balls in and I think that's where the the, the Wijnaldum goal came from, didn't it? Run, a, a run down yeah, the right. Yeah, it was a run down the right from from Ox, and uh, yeah, nice ball in, sort of with his back to goal as well. So the vision he had for it was brilliant, uh, but he was he, he just he brought that extra dynamic that we've been talking about for a long time. I think that's the best he's played for as well for a while. Yeah, I think yeah, I think he'd openly admit that. But no, he was he was terrific. Him and him and Mo Salah were just oh, on Mo, fire. Yeah, Mo was fantastic. That's mean, and like you said, the Simeone masterclass shit. Like fair enough. It was good, and Liverpool teams of old, like under Rafa and stuff, we we played a similar way, not as fucking ba- fluid far, and far exciting, back, yeah. yeah, not as far back as them as well defensively, but solid defensively and uh, open to do to to doing counter attacks. But no, they they were good, but we we needed to finish them off. That was the that was the problem. We just couldn't we just couldn't f- put the ball in the back of the net no. as, as often as we did. Yeah. Like a text when we made to half time, it was one nil. I was like, we, we need two more. We need to come out and score two straight away. I know we got we finally got that with with Bobby, and then but the, the amount of chances you think of that Robertson one on his birthday hit the, hit the, cro- <laughs> hit the bar yeah, and no. I'm like oh it comes off the crossbar. I'm like fucking hell. Just little moments like that. If that go if that goes in, yeah, it's it, it is literally game over. It's game over then. Yeah, I mean, when you look at it now, I mean, like you said, Salah was brilliant, and I, I do think he was he was really good, but he did struggle with his end product a little bit in terms of his. his I do feel sometimes he tries to do too much, and we've said this about his game for a long time about he tries to do too much, and he he, he should square the ball or he should he should pass a little bit more often. But for everyone, he doesn't. He scores another three fantastic goals, so I'm not going to argue with him too much. But I think that was just missing from his game tonight was just just that end product. Yeah, I agree. Um, Hendo coming back. You know me, mate. I'm, I'm, I'm think I'm the president of the Henderson fan club. I'm not far behind you. <laughs> you know. um, but he was the typical captain's performance. He was in the uh, in the referee's ear, screaming for his teammates mm. uh, when that fucking prick, that Coke, was uh, giving shit to to Trent. Henderson's oh, yeah. not on the other side of the pitch. He's walking over, giving him shit back. Yeah. It's what you want from from, from your captain, but it's not just that from his his, his ability. He's in midfield. He's dominating the midfield. He's he's being a bit of a playmaker. He's telling us where to go. He, it shows just how much we've missed him, doesn't it? Yeah, like you said, it it wasn't similar to Ox and kind the ball forward, but just willingness to show for the ball, and you know, is is passing. 
has always been good, but in the last couple of seasons, he's t- he's gone on leaps and bounds, and yeah. in that the pa- his his range of passing is just terrific, and it's always pinpoints. Like it's very rare that he. I think he gave away. I remember one. I think it was in the in the first half, but nothing came of it. I think Van Dijk smothered the the, the attack out, but. Apart from that, I thought he was pretty much faultless on the night, and obviously he came off towards the end because he was probably fucked. Well, yeah, the amount of—I'd love to see the amount of mileage <laughs> yeah, he did. He, he covered you know, some ground, like didn't he? He so. did, and again, just shows the, the reason why he's been—he's been sorely missed over the past couple of weeks. Um, you said before about about Robert in the bar. Obviously, that happened. That happens in the second half. We're already one nil up, and if that happens, like you do say, it, it, it's two nil and. And I do feel like it's done in 90 minutes. And um, I was in the lower Kemlin and I was with my mate. And I said to him, I said, we're going to have this now in extra time. We'll, you know, we'll, we'll do it. And five minutes into extra time and we've, Bobby comes up with his first downfield goal, which, you know, you said on the last podcast that he would get his get his, uh, his first downfield goal and what a time to get it. And again, g- great run by Genie down the right-hand side. Boss. Great cross, um, and yeah, I mean, I was unlucky with the header, but he, he's still there to get the rebound. And that was one of the frustrating things of the night is we'd have shots against our black, Trent would have a, have a shot, or the ball would come in the box and stuff like that. And he'd parry it out, but he wouldn't parry to any one of our players. But they, if that was the other way around, it'd parry to one of their players and we'd be goals down. Yeah. We had so many chances to do it, and I thought, I thought at 2 0, I thought that's it. it, we've done it. Yeah, I think everyone did. Um, and again, I, as much as it does my head in with, with foreign teams, mm. the fucking dark arts again. Mm. The time wasting. I mean, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but I thought the real change years ago, the goalkeeper could only hold it for six seconds. Oh, yeah, it was taking the piss. It's just done my head in. There must have been about three or four minutes of yeah, yeah. throughout the entire game, cumulative, that he's, he's yeah, wasted. I think it was there. 15, 20 seconds a time. It's just, just a just joke. Bounce, bouncing it like three times and then waiting yeah. forever. It's like, what is the what is the rule? What's that rule there for if the referee's not going to fucking impose it upon him? Fucking joke. Absolutely, I just the dark arts pisses me off. Every one of them should be fucking in the Harry Potter movies. <laughs> I think it's testament to like we've said before. Like teams are going to come to Anfield and do that now because we're because they know they're going to get caught yeah. out. Yeah, true. Top dogs no, it's now, a good point, so mate. not we should ex- well we should expect it, but we we need to learn to cope with it better mm. as well. I've seen a, a few tweets thrown around today saying like we need to strengthen in the summer because like. We're going to touch on Adrian, obviously, because the we're out basically because of the, the mistakes, the mistakes well, that he's made. I was just about to come on to that because you spoke. We, we just spoke about our black, even though he was brilliant, by the way. He was, yeah. And by default, he was the best goalkeeper in the world last night because Allison wasn't there. Yeah, Allison is definitely the best goalkeeper in the world, in my opinion. Our black is second. I mean, I remember when we were looking for a replacement for for Loris Carius and Simon Miller and it was one of the two, wasn't yeah, it? And you yeah. sort of flipped the coin. I'm not, not bothered which one we get as long mm-hmm. as we get one of them, it doesn't really matter. Um but Oblak was fantastic last night and he he did keep them in the game quite a bit. But let's talk about Adrian. I know on the show we've always we've always encouraged him, we've always said how good he was. He's been our best he's been great. Our best yeah. number two that we've ever had. Yeah. And he's been brilliant the way he he's, <clears> he, he came in you know, 34 minutes into his Liverpool career, he's on the pitch against Norwich. He plays yeah. for the next 10 games. We go on a winning streak. It's uh, not largely, it's not thanks us, to him, yeah. but it's won us the Super Cup. Won us the Super Cup again. So you can't Some... fault him, but I'm not going to say it wasn't down to him because that mistake happens. The goal goes in and it deflates everything. The team, the crowd. Yeah. I was deflated in the, in, in the ground. I couldn't. Yeah. I just thought, oh no. Because I thought if they got that away goal, I didn't think... 
I knew we had it in our locker, but I wasn't feeling it. I don't know about you when you saw that go in. When they got the goal? Yeah. No, I, I, I was the same. I was def- just pure deflation. Yeah. I put a tweet up today, like, you in games like these where there's such fine margins at such the high, at the top, top level, all your players have got to be top, top of the game. Mm. And Adrian, to be fair to him, didn't have that much to do, but... Like you can't you can't legislate for that. It's like you see a still you see a still of the of when he kicks it. He's got James Milner it and Van Dyke to his left. left. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it's gone through. I don't know if he's tried to hoof it upfield and he's miss hit it, or mm. he saw someone in the middle and thought I can play it through that little gap there. I don't know. I don't know what. Yeah. If it comes off, it's a great pass. And he's mean. got great it's, vision, it's just, and all of a sudden we're on the exactly. on the counter attack yeah. again. I know what you're saying. Them. He's tried it, but at that time, I think it. You put your laces through it, don't I you? I think it was 95 minutes on the clock, so we're five minutes into. With not long to go on time, yeah. exactly. So you put your laces through it, don't you? You put your laces through it, or you take because it was wrong back. You take a touch and you play it out. Yeah. You keep it as safe as you can. We've just got that. We, I think we just well. Yeah, we'd, we'd got the second goal at that point. Yeah, 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 it was a minute so, and a half later. <clears throat> you, you, you don't take chances like that for me. No, absolutely not. And that's where it comes into play, where if Alisson was in goal, and I think every fucking person on the sun said it over the last, since last night, if Alisson was in, we'd win. And yeah. But it's just, hindsight's a great thing, isn't it? It is, mate. Hindsight is a is, is a really good thing. Um, it Like I said, it was a tale of two keepers, and it just, it goes to show that Every position on the pitch, you can sort of, you can counter for, a, for say, a drop-off. <clears throat> so, for example, if you've not got a, a Salah, you've got a Mane that can come in or an Ox can come in. Yeah. An Origi or a Shaqiri at a push. If Henderson can't play, you've got a Milner to come in. If uh, Trent can't play, you've got Milner to come in at right-back or a Nico Williams can, can cover for the game. Yeah. Um, we've got a bit of cover at, at centre-half and there's not that much of a drop-off unless you're playing Watford and your name... And you've got number six on your back. Um, I'm all joking. <laughs> um, but you see what I'm saying? But with a goalie, there can't be any drop-off because world-class goalkeepers start every single game. It's very rare you have two world-class goalkeepers in your squad and one doesn't play every week. You can't, can and you really? that says it all. Adrian is a good keeper. He's a great shot stopper. There are certain things of his game that are missing and that was shown, wasn't it? And again, he's been in the squad for a couple of weeks now and he's... He's basically cost us two cup competitions. Yeah. Well, I mentioned something about this briefly on the one one with um one with Ross. Um it this team with under Klopp's so systematic, so when you you're you're in that that rhythm of play, uh with with the players that you're usually playing with. If it's someone different, so for example, there was times la- last night where the we've got that much space and time at the back. Yeah, uh, Van Dijk and Gomez, I've got the ball, but if it's going back to keep it, the kind of ex- if it's in between the the defenders and the keeper, they're expecting Adrian to come out because that's what Allison does. Correct. Yeah. And there was yeah. times where he wasn't doing that, and you could see Van Dijk like, yeah, yeah. going. Yeah, oh, absolutely, yeah. And, and we're screaming and it as that, well, aren't we? And they don't know who's com- who's coming to get it. And that like, it's not much, but it's them minute details. Like eats up yeah, five, six, on, five, right? six, yeah. seven seconds of the game. You're spot on. And it gets the ball round, slows us down slightly. It's just little things like that, which it's not gonna. Like he hasn't been with us that long. It's not gonna come straight away. And I don't know. You can't. It's it's hard just to go. It's all your fault, and it's it's sly to do that. Mm. But it's you can't be that 
that much that blind to to not say that as well on the same on the same point. You you just hit the nail on the head, mate. I don't think anyone could sum it up any better. You you, you look at a lot of people that would have rose tinted glasses on and and say I don't blame him and, and all this sort of stuff. You can still make mistakes and take. He'll he'll be saying in the changing room and he'll be saying today I'm gutted, yeah. no, I'm really sorry and all that sort of stuff. But the hate mongering after the game isn't warranted. No, no, that's all. I'm never gonna slag off a. I mean, after the way I slagged off Carriers after the Champions League final, but that was just, that was too big because we'd not been in the Champions League final for the best part of 12 years. Yeah. So that was a little bit different. But Adrian's had such a good reputation since he's arrived. It is frustrating, especially after just the week before at Chelsea when he made another one. Yeah. And it wasn't as important. But we all knew that after that Chelsea, before the Chelsea game, we were like, oh, Adrian's in goal, sound. But once he made that mistake and he was out and then we found out Ali's out till after the derby, then you're like... The doubt Shit. was festering, wasn't it? You it think was. you're thinking is something else going to happen? Yeah, and I think that's what. It, it again, it wasn't a total shock when that happened. Yeah, but that goes in, and then like we said, the the crowd goes flat. It gets a bit nerve wracking. Picks up a little bit with there's more chanting, but like I said, this is where for me this is where we have a little bit of difference, and we are we are weak. Madrid uh, make some subs. And they bring Llorente on and they bring Morata on. Llorente comes on, he scores two goals and he gets an assist. Morata comes on and he scores, changed the game. Llorente changed, changed that game, yeah. obviously. Um, and that's the difference for us at the minute. And credit to Llorente, he was you know, a nice finish, especially for his second goal, the way he, the way he picks, picks the ball up, turns and then puts it in the, in the far corner. Brilliant. You know, Credit to him on that. But it shows where we need those game-changing players. And what I mean by that is... Origi will forever be in our hearts as the saviour after what he did against Barcelona and then in the final. You know, we'll always thank him for that. He'll go down in, in folklore mm. and he'll be welcomed in open arms, open arms with every after-dinner yeah, speech yeah. and he'll not, be yeah. invited to everything that the club ever does. But right now, the way this club is going now, we are going into a different era where we need players to come off the bench that are going to change the game, like City have where they have Mares, a £60 million player who's doing nothing on the bench, but he comes on and he can, he can change the game. Boss, isn't he? Same with, same with uh, Gabriel Jesus as well. Mm. I do think he's going to be the replacement for Aguero, but right now he's happy to do that. He knows he can play in any team in the world, but we don't have players like that. Arigi's not going to come on and change that game. Shakiri's not going to come on and change that game. At the, at the minute, Minamino isn't that player. I think Klopp's dynamic has to change next season in terms of what he does. Because if we are going to bring in the likes of Timo Werner, which we looks like it might happen, he's going to want to start every week. If we do bring in the likes of a Kylian Mbappe or a Jadon Sancho, they're not going to want to sit on the bench. So it's going to be really interesting to see what happens. We can discuss that in a couple of weeks' time when the transfer window opens and we've got nothing to talk about or if the season's absolutely finished by now after the, after the news today. But that's something I wanted to get your thoughts on is... The top, it's always been this thing as if the top three aren't playing who comes in and we had we didn't have anybody on the bench did we like you, we've said before <clears throat> we can't sometimes sometimes you look with rose tinted glasses and like you said Divock Origi's always going to be the, the hero for, for what he's done last last year especially but the fact of the matter is he's a very limited footballer for me mm. he's good like when he plays left wing people go oh he's a striker if he plays striker, it doesn't play very well. People say, oh, he's a winger. Yeah. Like, well, Unless it's what, against what, the F. Well, we don't know what he is, do we? Really? No. He's not getting any younger. He's He is good at what he does, but for me, he, he, he's like you said, we need people that come on like a Mares or, 
You see Mara's comments on for City, like when you watch their games, he like he picks the ball up, runs past people, crosses it in. Mm. Like danger instantly. Yeah, Rigi does that. He's got good pace, good feet. But he, he's lacking on the final product more often than not. And that's the that's the difference. Like you said, like sixty million pounds on the bench and a Rigi is just like probably about twenty million, yeah. thirty million. That's the thing. Like I know it's like I don't know, it's difficult because he's he's he is a talented footballer. I feel bad saying he's limited, but he's limited in terms of what he can provide, like yeah. coming off the bench. It's limited in terms of this team and the way we move and the way on what yeah. we do, don't we? You know, he's he, obviously he's had a really great relationship with Klopp because he's been out on loan, he's come back in and he's yeah. he's still stayed in the squad and other players have been sold instead of Origi where we all thought he would have gone. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I said, he's, he's just not going to change the game, is he? And again, we could talk about this in the... In a couple months' time after the season's finished, and we find out which way the maybe if Klopp has to make changes, someone someone goes, someone def- I don't want to see anybody leave. Don't get me wrong, but if you want to get these other players in, something might have to give. That's I mean that's a thing. No, so with Origi, would you would you get shot of him? And but then the danger is bringing in someone like like you said, like a Timo Werner, if they're expecting to start. It's a tricky one where you. I don't know. What... No, I mean, we don't know what kind of conversations have been had so far. We know that the player's been speaking to the club. Mm-hmm. Um, we know that Michael Edwards has had conversations. We know Klopp's had conversations. We don't know if it's... You you can come and you're going to be playing for, for arguably the, the the biggest and best team in the world right now, but you're not going to play every week. And he might have gone, yeah, okay, no problem, but that's I'll the... relish the opportunity. Yeah, that's the main... They, they need, obviously, they're going to have to be told on, it's going to be on a proviso that you know you're not going to... Yeah, be playing every week. You can't as drop long, yeah. for me, no money or Salah. As long you? as they know that, that they're not going to come straight into the team. Obviously, if someone's out of form or someone's injured, yeah. If say, if, for example, like I watched the um, the the Tottenham game, Tottenham Leipzig, and Werner, uh, Werner, sorry, was was great. Yeah, boss on, on that left side. Uh, I think he was up against Aurier and Tanganga, and they're not slow. He was he was literally rinsing them, mm. leaving them for dead. And if you think if Matt, say a Mane, someone got injured on that left side, and you've got someone like Timo Werner coming in. Or even like we said, coming off the bench, sixty minutes. They shit themselves and literally, it's it, it. That's the thing, and that's the difference. That's a slight uh, uh, raising in class that we need from from a Divock to a Timo Werner. Someone can come yeah. in and go right. Well, you can do. You can get on the ball and make some danger, mm. or create a goal, score a goal. It's true. I think it'll happen. One of the things that worries me at the minute, and it was a really great point um, with one of the lads I went to the match with last night. Um, and he said that going out at the last sixteen is more devastating than it than it probably what what it shows. And the reason why is because you've got to think about the coefficient ranking as well in yeah. terms of the seeding for the Champions League for next season. Yes, okay, we've got to two finals, we won it once, and it's brought up our coefficient yeah. quite a bit. But again, we are now at the peak of our powers in terms of our status as as a world football club, we're world champions, we're European champions, we're champions elect of England. Financially, we're fantastic. Nike are about to come on board with us and give us an, an amazing deal. We are right up there. Yeah. We can't afford to be going out at the Champions League in the last sixteen. That's we don't that we as a club shouldn't be doing that. We should be if we're going to go out, we, we're losing the final. That's the way I look at it. That we should be getting to semi-finals and finals every year. I think we would have done, bearing in mind a couple of circumstances last night. That, that's gone now, but eventually, like next season, we're going to have to have another dominating side going into Europe, aren't we? Because we don't want. Anybody to go? Might be the bother about signing for Liverpool. That's I mean because so, you've foot like especially Liverpool football club are very sentimental about players and stuff. In terms of like Adrian, would you be 
ruthless and say, no, we, we're going we're gonna to bring in a better number two? For, for me on that one, I'd, I'd still keep him. You'd still keep him. Regardless of what's gone on, I'd, yeah. I'd still keep him. I don't I don't think you're going to get another... That's pe- a, that's a, it's, sorry, you're just, it's just trying to find that. Yeah. The fine line, isn't it, between exactly. someone willing to sit on the bench who's a good enough quality. Mm. And obviously, if you've got, if you got rid of Adrian and brought someone in, there's no surefire way of knowing if they're going to be acceptant of being a number two and they're going to be better. So yeah. it's just... That's what I mean. It goes for the same for Dibok Harigi as well. It does. If, if there's so many people that we could do it for, and yeah, you know, that's we know what I mean. Alana is going and stuff like that. Yeah. So again, we could fill up an hour talking about that, couldn't we? But I think, in hindsight, let's look. Let's look at the positive side of things. We've had it was the first European side that Klopp has lost over two legs, yeah. which is a phenomenal record because how long he's been here. We've had two Champions League finals in a row. Very difficult to do a third. It doesn't happen very often. Well, the one before that, we had the Europa League final, didn't we? Well, again, that's what I mean. So, it's difficult to do four finals yeah, yeah, in a row, four yeah. European finals, three Champions Leagues is just unheard of unless you're Real Madrid. And the fact that we got we've we got those is testament to how well we're doing. And I think yeah. that's the, that's the, it's because we're like we've said before, riding the crest of the wave, so good, just doing it we year in year out mm. when you have a drop off. It's why it stings more, doesn't yeah, it? Because you're not used more, to it. Because you're like, oh, fucking hell, I'm not forgot used to losing. Yeah, I forgot and what then, losing yeah, feels like. I think Klopp came out <laughs> after the game saying it doesn't feel good to lose, and then he's like doing little pop shots at Simeone saying, well, I don't know why they're playing like they play. Which is, you know what, fair enough. Exactly. And you're entitled to your opinion. I'm sure if we'd have done this podcast last night, we'd have said a lot more. Oh, fucking I'm glad we never. <laughs> and we might have slagged off a lot of poor people the, and regretting I need, it. I need the cool down time, mate. Well, it's good to reflect, isn't it? Because I think if you put your feelings out there straight away, you're a bit of an idiot, really, because you'll you'll have 24 hours to think about it. And you think, ah, I shouldn't I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. I shouldn't have tweeted that. You know, there's people going again. You told me yesterday coming home from the game, stay off Twitter, and I didn't. I got in bed. <laughs> I didn't. I went on it. I didn't reply to anything. I just I just read you, stuff. You just sent me a couple of screenshots of stuff. And I did, like, yeah, Rrr. yeah, which just fucking wound me up. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know damn well what that was. Um, and uh, yeah, I just think okay, no. people need to just have a minute. You know, you've now got a number six on your sleeve. You've had two Champions League finals. Stop being so fucking entitled. And I heard someone say we're serial bottlers. A Liverpool fan said we are serial bottlers. I knew that had happened. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Serial bottlers? We're going to blow the league A Liverpool now. fan? A Liverpool fan said that, yeah. He's probably a Liverpool fan. That's only been a Liverpool fan since the last two years. He's probably seen He's probably seen the ratings on FIFA and Pro Evo go up and gone, do you know what? I play with them every week and now they're my team. Absolute tit. We look at the bright side. We've just watched our team last year win a Champions League trophy. Thank you very much. Great memories. We're about to see them lift another trophy, which is the one that we've always fucking wanted. It's been the bread and butter since day one. If you'd have offered us, you're going to go out of every competition this season, but you're going to win the Premier League, you'd have bitten everybody's hand off at it, wouldn't you? And that's the thing. Because we've blitzed the league... We've done so well, we thought, right, we can make a real go with the Champions League. Yeah. But we haven't, doesn't matter, but we're still going to win the Premier League, which is great. Hence why I'm wearing this shirt. Because I'm not fucking jinxing it. I'm cheering myself up because I wasn't going to wear it till the day we won it, but fuck it, I need cheering up and it's a fucking nice t-shirt. <laughs> so you are going to believe us that we are going to do it. Um, if you want to buy the t-shirt, by the way, link is, is in the description. Um, let's come on to the Premier League. Now, obviously at the time of recording, we've just had... There's some breaking news this afternoon regarding mm-hmm. the coronavirus and the whole playing behind closed doors issue. 
before we talk about the derby, are you shocked by this sort of potential announcement? I'm not shocked. I'm, I'm shocked it didn't happen earlier. To yeah. be honest, I thought that there was a. I think it was Dave Maddock on um, Twitter put like a thread of tweets up saying like, obviously it let's go. I've been banned in their own from playing in their own stadium, but yet they're, they're allowed, allowed to, travel. to fly over yeah. to Liverpool. It's like, well, if they were going to do it, they should have done it. Replay week- the game, you yeah. for. <laughs> they should have done it weeks ago. Yeah, if, yeah. If, it was, if it's just delaying and delaying and delaying the inevitable that it's going to happen eventually just do it sooner yeah just just go right bang just do it just two weeks have two weeks off and then come back if that that's what it takes that's what it takes yeah but no it's just it's just the rumbling on and rumbling on it's like well just fucking get on with it if it's going to happen exactly and it could happen as as, as soon as for, for English ties it could happen as soon as um as soon as this weekend and obviously that puts in jeopardy the, the Merseyside derby on Monday it doesn't Monday. put it in jeopardy in terms of it's still going ahead. It will still go ahead, but we just can't watch it. Uh, again, there's been talk about people who, who've got tickets will get a special link and then they can watch the game. Uh, streaming. Out, yeah, I've, I've, God knows how that's going to work. Know. And quite frankly, I really don't care because uh, someone will, will have it somewhere. If, yeah. if you can't go, someone will be able to oh, stream yeah. it and someone will have it uh, for those of you that, that, that aren't going the game. There's always means and ways in this world. It's 2020, but let's just talk about the derby now. Are, they, are these footballers now going to be so disappointed that they're going to go into that derby and are you worried about the derby now based off yesterday do you think they're deflated or do you think they just go do you know what fuck it I'm not worried we owe a, a performance even more now to be honest if it's behind closed doors I'm I'm less worried I'd be more worried if because obviously it's at, it's at Goodison isn't it so yeah, yeah. if it was at Goodison and the fans are there I'd be more worried because obviously Goodison got a good good following and yeah great crowd so it's, it's, crowd. it's always a difficult place to go so if you if, minus the crowd out of that it's five ten percent easier for Liverpool play, mm. Liverpool players. So for me, no, I, I'm not worried because, like we said, we're, we're, we've been in kind of cruise control in this Premier League now for so long. Um, it's going to happen eventually <clears throat> that we that we win it. But no, I, hopefully, going going out of the Champions League yesterday. If going out of the, the champ it, the the FA Cup. FA Cup last week to Chelsea was it the FA Cup? Yeah, it was FA Cup. Yeah. Just chatting. <laughs> if that wasn't enough to fucking kick them up the arse, going out the Champions League is a double a double kick. So yeah, if I was never Tony, I'd be shit myself now, thinking yeah. we could get a battering on Monday because Liverpool are going to be pissed off with what's what yeah. happened. Even though they played so well last night, they're going to have a performance in them on Monday. Yeah. I'm, I'm not worried at all. I just think they know they've got to win the next two games in the Champions, and I just think they'll do it. Yeah, I think that's exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. A derby's always special. It doesn't matter what time of the year it is. Uh, I don't care where it gets played. A derby's special. You know, I remember the derby the day um, FSG took over and we were 18th and 19th respectively, or 17th and 18th. Even then it was special, but now that there's a league title riding on it, it's 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 even better. Yeah. Could have been a little bit better if uh, City and Arsenal had played. That's what I mean, if, if they would have... Got Arsenal would have... Yeah, we yeah, would have been, but... been even better, but yeah. hey, they'll just be glad of that they have, won't they? That's all they give a shit about. I actually <laughs> seen uh, an Evertonian on Instagram yesterday and he was in his dressing gown and he was doing, you know, the Klopp fist pump. He was doing that to the TV um, when Klopp, and obviously when we got beat last mm. night, he was giving him the finger. I thought, why are you sat down of an evening with your missus watching Liverpool game? They all do, you know. They love I'm it. They it. absolutely love it. Just the only I way to watch your football. I had a message as well uh, saying, oh, yeah, uh, do you reckon the league will get cancelled? It's like, fuck off, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, it can get suspended. It's fine. I'd prefer it to get suspended 
rather than play it behind closed yeah. doors. Because the last thing I want is for us to play Palace uh, on the 21st and the final whistle goes and there's no one in that stadium. Because that's not fair on the players and it's definitely not fair on the people of Liverpool who had tickets, who we want to go. We mm. want to be in that stadium when they lift that, yeah. t- when they that final whistle goes. And they are owed that, that the players are owed that how good they've been and oh, yeah, course, I'd rather yeah. them just suspend the games. I really yeah. would. That, that's my two pence anyway. Yeah. I well, like I said, like just have a little two week hiatus or whatever and just and then just crack on whenever. Yeah, exactly. I'd rather I'd rather that like games behind closed doors. What's that? It's just gonna be absolutely shite, isn't it? Especially yeah. after we've wait like I know it's a selfish point of view that we've waited thirty years for it, but like the Liverpool players aren't gonna be Majorly g'd up if there's no fucking fans in the, in, in the stadium watching them. Yeah, exactly. Like, I've just the way clinch the title. They're not, they're not gonna. Oh yeah, we'll just go back down the tunnel, then, shall we? Yeah, it's it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be shit. And the thing is, there's gonna be fifty five thousand people outside the stadium anyway. That's what I mean. You know, no one, yeah, Anfield's gonna be chocking anyway. Yeah, it's 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 gonna be awesome regardless, mm-hmm. and we'll all be there together. But yeah, I just I, I hope that they they make some allowances considering what. What this means to a, a specific part of the uh, of the UK, so yeah. we live we we live in hope that it, it it doesn't happen, but I think it's inevitable that it is going to happen. But I'd rather Looks them like. suspend games rather than um than what, what what's the fucking word I'm looking for? Play behind closed doors. Play behind closed doors. Thanks, <laughs> mate, yeah. I just I had loads of stuff in my head. There, I'm thinking, what the fuck am I trying to say? Oh, the professionalism in me. Oh yeah, it's great, isn't it? Um. But yeah, I mean, to be fair, mate, we've not got uh, that's the, the Everton preview done. There's nothing much more to say on it, really, is, uh, by your score prediction. <sighs> I've still got Adrian and go, I'm going to go 2-1, 2-1 Liverpool. Yeah, I think we can see the goal. I'm going to go 3-1. Yeah, I just one. think there's, there's there's a couple of goals in uh, in that, and I do think it'll be uh, it'll there'll be a goal either side. I have a feeling we could go 1-0 down, which they'd love, but then we come back and... Yeah. And when would be great. Hopefully, it's not uh, behind closed doors because I, I I don't like an empty derby. That's what you want. You want Everton versus Liverpool. Yeah, you yeah. want both sets of fans screaming at each other. You exactly. want the banter. You want everything about it. I want to hear the Everton Everton songs and then we shut them up once we score. I want that. I yeah. don't want it behind closed doors. So if they're gonna do it, do it after that. That that be uh, that be my hope anyway. Well, that's part of the fun, isn't it? They're, they're all G'd up for it, and then we score after ten minutes, and then it's fucking air pin, pin drop. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Sound right. Well, um, thanks again, mate. No problem. And um, squad number show number three coming soon. So, yeah, number three is in the works. Mm, it's me so, on you this time, isn't it? Yeah, you on it. Oh, yeah. Just well, that's after the cameras go off. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah, I'm testing you this time, yeah. Number threes, yeah. Number threes. Cool stuff. Uh, so yeah, we'll 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 get the uh, the number the squad number show number three out uh, probably uh, early next week, and yeah, we'll be back after the Everton game. Doing a match review of that one, and then uh, hopefully we'll only be uh, one game away, and uh, we'll see you next time. Sports Social Podcast Network.